Okay, we are rolling. Hello, Hi. everyone. We are KM Squared. Welcome. And we are back at it with this podcast with all things about Lent. Episode 25. Lent is Lent by Katie Stalter. <laughs> That's my quote for Lent. Does anyone know what the word Lent means? Lent. Yeah. Is that actually... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I was about to pull out, like, sorrows and I mean, repenting. I'm going to look it up because there, there is an actual meeting and I forgot what it is. It's um, like the past tense of to lend. No. In one, it is in one sense, Maddie. Try to fight me on that. I lent this to you. Well, yeah, but... Not the season. Not the season. Oh, Silly. Sorry. Okay. I didn't know you specified. The English word Lent is a shortened form of the old English word LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Uh, <laughs> Sponsor us. You know, there's a LinkedIn in our parish. <laughs> Meaning LinkedIn spring office. season as its Dutch language cognate Lente. Um, the corresponding word in Latin, uh, quadragesima. 40th <laughs> is the origin of the terms used in Latin derived languages and in some others. Cool. You're welcome. Nice. So that's neat. It's a neat fact, isn't it? It is. Yeah, very neat. So today we're going to talk about kind of this Lenten season in 2021 and maybe what, what we're doing for Lent. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we should probably say that we, we have a, a YouTube video out of us talking about Lent and um, on our pancake video, pancake day video. So check out uh, Newman University uh, and Notre Dame. Uh, what's our YouTube? Notre Dame Newman Notre Center. Dame Newman Center, Center for Faith and Reason. Yeah, so well, check that out yeah, on our it's YouTube. It's just Notre Dame Newman Center, I think, is the name of the channel. NDNC. NDNC. Newman Center. And it's a great, great um, video out produced by former House of Bridget member Catherine Dunn. And we talk all about um, Lent and um, things like that. But now in, in this podcast, we're going to talk more specifically about our Lent this year, um, some things that we're going to try, um, that we, we have been trying to do, and we're going to continue to try to do. Um, maybe some struggles will come with it, but like ultimately the purpose behind why we're doing it. No, I think we can just end here. We already okay. directed them to the Pancake Tuesday Yeah, video. so go <laughs> watch that video. That. Um, we're tired. And that, that's been Talk Breed. Bye, everyone. Bye. No, but actually, if yeah. that's like fast facts. Basically, yeah, the YouTube video yeah. is yeah. all things Lent. Um, yeah. And if you're wondering, if you haven't checked it out yet, and you're wondering, why is it called, why did we write Pancake Tuesday? You can learn more about it in that video, but I will just plug real quick and say, if you're an American listening to this, what we call Fat Tuesday, they call Pancake Tuesday. Um, and so that's just why we called it Pancake Tuesday, no other reason. Um, and then people typically eat pancakes and, you know, just like right. we eat our own thing. So, yeah, yeah, just to kind of clarify that. Yeah. So, so, who can say the three things that you're supposed to do during Lent? Ring. Stalter. Prayer, fasting, almsgiving. Good Yay. job. Yay. Yay. So let's, we want to talk about prayer first. Sure. We must talk. <laughs> okay. Well, um, okay. So, you know, as all good Catholics are supposed to do, you're supposed to pray all the time. But during yeah, this. All day, every day. Or else you're not a good Catholic. <laughs> and um, you should not be listening to this podcast. Oh my God. 
<laughs> just so all of you know, we're all a little bit tired. So some of the things great. we're saying, you might just want to take with a grain of salt. But we are going yeah, to try to be Yeah, they know that's a joke. <laughs> they, know, they, they know. They know I'm not endorsing <laughs> praying 24 hours a day, seven no, days a week. <laughs> I know. I was just saying, because I think I might say something because I'm feeling myself get like, <laughs> Weird. Um, we have been filming a coffee crawl vi- Katie and I have been filming a coffee crawl video all day and we made coffee all day <laughs> you know the thing that's really sad about that is like my dad owns a coffee company and I thought that like I would know what all of that meant but we contacted him and said so dad how are you supposed to make this coffee and he told me to do something that was not what I think I misunderstood or he misunderstood because it was just wrong. And we so, made some really weak coffee yeah. and then we were going to get started and then Katie very wisely was like, we should taste this before we make coffee with it. And we tasted it and it was pretty gross. Um, I don't think it was that bad, but I knew that there, like, you know what's sad is I don't really know this was tastes like because well, I don't drink that much coffee. For all the LaCroix drinkers out there, it was it was like LaCroix and that it was water with a hint of coffee. <laughs> so if you're ever wondering LaCroix's to make eight cups of coffee, you should have eight tablespoons of coffee, of like round coffee if you want to make eight cups of coffee. Mm. That is yeah. what we've learned and that's um, the first lesson about lent <laughs> <laughs> so anyway back to lent um if you yeah you should try to pray all the time um that's just kind of a a given one not 24 hours a day but you should pray often um we're back, we're back to telling you to pray all day i didn't mean that i was just saying why don't we say okay i'll i'll be honest here sometimes i want to pray and I feel like I don't know what to do. I feel that like I'm just kind of sitting there and my mind wanders. So why don't why don't one of you um, talk about what what you do to pray and maybe what you've been doing during Lent or what yeah. what I can do or what some of our listeners yeah. could do during. Lent. Well, yeah, I think I want to say first of all, it's fine for your mind to wander during prayer. I think as long as you're giving that time intentionally to God, and um, I think that. I don't know. I think that prayer can kind of like lead your thoughts to things that you need to be thinking about and reflecting on. And maybe you think it's like a stupid thing that you're like, oh man, I I have to like get back to this and think about um, my prayer more. But I I think that if if your mind is wandering during prayer, like I think it's wandering for a reason. I I think that's probably something that you need to, to be reflecting on. Um, and that's probably something that, that God is turning your thoughts to for a reason. Um, so I want to say that first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, I also know that it can be like frustrating if you're if you're sitting there and you're actually trying to do a very specific form of prayer and you just can't concentrate. Um, and I found like meditative forms of prayer to be very helpful for me. I'm kind of a an artistic person, like an artistic creative type person, I would say. And so I do a lot of like prayer that's not just kind of rigid sitting and saying a prayer because I I think that that's less beneficial for me. I do a lot of like art and a lot of um, writing and um, I think that that's good for me and my my mind can kind of wander freely um, in that space. So that's me. Mm. That's really beautiful. Um, for me, um, prayer-wise, whenever I said we should pray more, I was just saying, I was going to start saying that during this season, um, there's like a few different types of prayer 
that we wouldn't normally have, and I was just going to talk about the Stations of the Cross. Um, I love the Stations of the Cross. Yeah, and so Maddie and I, actually, we worked on a video, and you can actually look at their YouTube channel for it. Um, this whole episode is just an advertisement for our YouTube channel. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we made a, a Stations of the Cross video with Father Gary, um, and it just goes through all the stations with um, portrait well, paintings. Um, yeah, they're, they're Jacques... Tissot. Um, I, I believe he was a French painter, but he did um, he did all these paintings on the life of Jesus, mm-hmm. and he did a really intense, um, and our former House of Bridget podcast host, uh, Shane Jenkins, knows a lot about, about him and the series of paintings that he did. Um, but he kind of went through all of the stations and did, like, one or multiple paintings of each one, and they're mm-hmm. super detailed, and... Um, just like really really gorgeous mm-hmm. paintings so so we put them all in the video um yeah. and and did some ref, like kind of reflective um i don't know i did the ken burns effect in yeah. iMovie yeah no, it looks it looks actually really really beautiful and like you could it's definitely very meditative um and it's very if you've never done the, you know the stations across it's very repetitive um so yeah. uh i think it's like a really great way of prayer during this season um, and you can also hear Maddie and I say the same <laughs> prayers over and over again if you want to listen to it. Um, but that is just one of the th- types of prayer that, um, you know, is typical during this season. For me, though, personally, um, I wouldn't say that that's my, like, preferred way of praying. Um, I, I think, yeah, during this season, I like to reflect a lot on the passion, on Christ's passion, um, but I think with, and I usually reflect on Christ's passion, and if I'm praying the rosary, I only pray the sorrowful mysteries during this season. Um, at least that's what I've been doing for, the, like, the last year or two. Um, but this year, given all that we've gone through, um, I'm trying to focus more on, like, the joy during this season, and, um, just, uh, kind of finding a balance in my life, rather than really focusing on the... Um, the hardships that we kind of discover or trying to, you know, push myself too hard. So I've been praying, but I've really, I've been like praying the rosary and different things like that. But I've really been just trying to like say every day, like, hey, God, um, thank you. I'm here another day. Thank you for this day. Um, here are the five things I'm thankful for yesterday. Um, and then just kind of say like, where, what what do you want for me? Um, I'm, maybe I'm scared. Maybe I'm anxious. Maybe I don't know what I'm doing. But what do you want? Um, and that's kind of what I've been trying to do every day, um, which I think is just like a really, really simple way of praying, but just literally saying like, Hey God, what do you want? It's actually like super, um, it really grounds you. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, my advice for prayer during Lent would be, well, during all times, I think would be like pray with what you're feeling. So like, I like to journal a lot. Um, and sometimes I, find that I like pray too much during journaling and I don't pray anywhere else. Uh, so this Lenten season, I'm trying to pray more intentionally through music because I do feel like a little disconnect with music lately. And that used to be my biggest form of prayer. Um, and I feel like every time we do music here at church, like I'm working it or I can't sit back and listen. So I'm trying to do that more intentionally. And also, uh, praying, like I've always prayed similarly to Maddie creatively and now I'm trying to like really explore the traditional prayers of Catholicism and like the rich practices that Catholicism has to offer. 
um, because I've never been like a pre-scripted prayer type of person. I'm always just like going with the flow. So I'm trying to pray the rosary every day and taking it as like a meditation. Um, and Maddie gave really good advice about the rosary one time of choosing a different person to pray for on like every bead of the rosary. So I've been trying to do that or dedicating a decade to someone and making it more intentional with relationships in my life. Uh, but I do, going back to the first point, I do think that you should pray with what you're feeling. Like if you're feeling creative, definitely pray through art or journaling or writing or music or things like that. But I also think there's an importance of like literally just sitting there and praying traditional pre-scripted prayers that Catholicism has to offer because there's so much truth and beauty in those as well. So, yeah. yeah. So I think a good thing that I'm just kind of picking up on, because like I will be honest that I, um, out of the three forms that the, like three acts that you're supposed to do during Lent as much prayer probably does come the hardest for me. Um, but what I'm like kind of picking up from you guys and what I think a lot of our listeners can as well is that, you know, prayer in a church and a, in a traditional setting doing, you know, saying traditional prayers to yourself or doing rosaries or anything along those like that's great and totally possible. But, um, if that's, you know, less of a, of, um, a likely thing that you're able to do now because of circumstances or you can't get into the church or you don't feel safe going to a church, um, or, you know, for whatever reasons, um, there's a lot of ways that you can do it, uh, in your own home, in your, like the comfort of and privacy of your room or, just really wherever you are and um, there's many different ways um, and that really just trying to be intentional during this Lenten season um, and thinking about you know anything thinking about God in your life in in many different forms whether that's in relationships like you were saying Stolter or like and just just anything that like the beauty of the world or anything like that so thanks great all right so what's the next one fasting fasting yeah. That's a fun one. <laughs> yeah. That's like the traditional one. I think that most people know about yeah. Lent that, yeah. you know, everyone knows. Well, not, I don't want to say everyone knows, but like it's a more popular thing. You know, you fast on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday um, in America. It's common to not eat meats on Fridays. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's, you know, we're, we have been trying to observe that as well during Lent. Uh, you know, last Friday we made we made homemade pizza instead of having the meat uh food for on fridays <laughs> um but uh you know it that's something that's it's difficult especially like for me i i enjoy eating and i enjoy eating meats uh but it's something that you know it's not supposed to be an easy thing and um but it's it's you know it's supposed to be a, a bit of a struggle and it's supposed to be that you're you're doing it to um you know, to, to think about the struggles that, that Jesus made for us. Um, and, you know, there's there's not, you know, in, in a way it's, it's trying to thank him, even though mm -hmm. it was, you know, a thankless yeah. act. Yeah, I also think something we've talked about a lot is like fasting sounds like, you know, it is giving up something to yeah. like offer up to God. Um, but I also, we've talked a lot about adding things on yeah. um, to make more room for God in our lives. So sometimes like in... In my case, like giving up TikTok rather than spending an hour on TikTok in the morning or at night, I'm giving up an hour to pray the rosary and add something on. Um, or I don't know what bubble tea does for that. I gave up bubble tea, but I don't, I don't really know why I did. Um, but yeah, just like adding better things on into your life, like to empower you and to like help you spiritually, I think is really important for the, the fasting sense of Lent. Yeah. yeah. 
I'd say so my the the two things that I, I kind of gave up for for one of the things I'm fasting from I gave up alcohol and I gave up um, I, I put screen time limits on my phone so I'm not using as much social media a lot of our work is social media so I didn't want to give it up entirely um, but and I think a lot of that stems from like the reason I wanted to do it was because I feel like since since March a year ago I've just kind of been in like a haze of you know wanting things to to I don't know just to go back to normal and I think I I a lot of the time was like oh this this is okay you know like I can I can be on my phone all the time um because you know we're living in super uncertain times and and that's okay and it was okay like it was it was very okay you know to give myself you know, be gentle with myself during that time. But I think that I needed kind of a reset of, I, I think I need to give this stuff up and just kind of like be more aware of myself and my, you know, relationship with God and be more, I don't know, um, during my downtime, what am I doing? Am I, am I just scrolling on my phone endlessly or am I like, being intentional about like checking in with myself the way I feel um and checking in with God and just all around like being aware of myself um in a way that I I haven't been super comfortable with since since March of last year um I think we've had a lot of time to be kind of alone with ourselves and I've just kind of started blocking that out a bit and I think I think that in order to be more in tune to my faith and my relationship with God, I need to be more in tune with myself. Um, and so, so that's kind of what I, what I decided to do. I love that. Um, I, wow. I was like, I, I needed that. Um, (laughs) I, so this year, um, I didn't really get, I mean, I put a time limit on my phone as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and I like deleted like the app Netflix off my phone because sometimes I would like, be like, I tell everyone, like, I'm cleaning my room. But really, I, what I'd be doing is I would be cleaning my room, but very slowly because I'd be holding my <laughs> iPhone in my hand watching Netflix as I'm trying to, like, move around my room, which if you can imagine cleaning your room with one hand and trying to look at a device is kind of difficult. Um, and luckily, I haven't done that too much this year, but I definitely am someone that um, becomes kind of addicted to social media very quickly. Um, so... Um, so this land, I, I try to, like, push some of that aside as well, just for the same reasons that Maddie said, trying to, like, kind of understand myself. And mm-hmm. um, because this year, um, and just, I think, we're, like, this generation that grew up with so much overstimulation all the time. Yeah. It's kind of hard to, like, we've talked about this before in our last podcast, but, like, sit in the silence and be like, what do I want? Um, what do I need? Um, and so part of what I've been trying to do is, like, um, try to figure out what, what places in my life feel like they're, like, missing or, or understand, like, you know, why do I feel like I'm super tired all the time or, or I feel like I'm in a cycle where I'm not really in control of my life, which, um, like, yes, you surrender to God, but I mean control meaning, like, if I'm going to come home every day after work and just go on my phone all the time and then be really upset when it's midnight and I feel like I haven't gotten anything done, that's a problem. 
Um, and like I, you can, even though for in this like awkward phase of lockdown, you can still do things and you can still like, I, one of the most, the coolest things I think is that Katie is a blog and she's like posting in it all the time. And I think it's really, really cool that you can still be living your life and going after your dreams during this time. Um, and not letting things like, um, the internet or I don't know, one other area of my life is I've been trying not to let the trying not to be resentful or like have any resentment against anyone and instead of being like oh I can't do this because yada yada whatever I instead pray for that person every day or those few people um so that was I guess a roundabout way to say that I'm really trying to find um a place in my life where things are not really holding me back as much um because I know why complain about the things that you don't have if you can actually change things you know if you can actually yeah. make a, a a move every day um, because that's really I think what it means to be living yeah. is to actually you know try your best try to go after your dreams um, so yeah uh, this Lent I'm just really trying not to I'm trying to find joy and be um, easy with myself but also like say like enough is enough yeah. why why would I let all these things just hold me back all the time yeah. um, because that's God made me to be the best version of me. Um, so, anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for for fasting, for me, I have um, I'm giving I have given up uh, fast food and have tried to limit like my the number of times I've ordered out to only once a week. Um, and I, I think it's important to say to the listeners and, and to anyone who's trying to observe a, a Lenten fast. I mean, because it's, it's important for me, too, because a lot of times I think I, I forget the, the purpose behind it is that, you know, like, yeah, I was I was eating out a lot or relatively a lot during really like ever, ever since after Christmas until until lunch, just because I was too lazy to go to the store to get groceries um, and it tastes good and it's easier and, you know, you can be lazy to just have somebody else make it for you and order it. Um, but like I'm I didn't give it up for as like a diet or as a way to save money and I think that's an important thing because I think a lot of people you know Lent comes and it's just their way of you know having a second turn of New Year's resolutions or you know a new like fad diet or an exercise routine or a way to save money or something like that and you know if that all happens as a secondary reason behind it that's great and you know keep it up and that's awesome because I think that these Lenten sacrifices can inspire positive, you know, positive changes into your life if that's what you're trying trying to accomplish from it. But that's that's not the purpose. I mean, like like as as you guys have said, it's it's to grow closer to God to to have it do an intentional difficult thing. Like Maddie, like when she like we see her, we'll be on the couch or something, and her phone just like locks her out of things. Like that's difficult. <laughs> like. I like that like that's difficult for anyone especially people of our generation who are constantly you know using their phones just as a communication technique especially when we're abroad and a good majority of our friends are international and maybe we can't just like text someone so you do it through social media and you can't reach out to them like it it is difficult but it's not um you know and, and that's like her intentional way of of taking time away from one activity to to bring it to god um, and I think that's really important for people to learn. But at the same time, it's also important when we brought up fasting of, 
you know, of on Ash Wednesday or Good Friday, like, um, if that if it's not a healthy thing for you, that is okay. Um, it's if you know if you if you had or have issues with with food or with health or with dieting or anything like that, um, don't starve yourself to a point where it's unhealthy. Um, you know, because th- as long as you are thinking and you are bringing intentions to God, if you're not able to um, to not to to not go, you know, a day without having without observing the the fast that a lot of people try to do, um, that's okay. You know, it doesn't make you a bad Catholic. It doesn't make you a bad person. Um, as long as you are trying and doing your best to bring yourself closer to God and fast away certain acts or um, things that are maybe taking up a lot of your time that then you can give some instead to to thinking about your faith. I think that's the main purpose mm-hmm. of the Lenten fast. Yeah, um, and I will add to that um, something that sometimes Father Gary, um, who is our boss, kind of brings me, grounds me a little bit because sometimes I'll worry, um, I can say like I messed up. Um, the thing I told God I was not going to do, I did. Or, um, you know, maybe one week you eat meat by accident and you said you weren't going to do it. I just want to make it very clear and very blunt that just because that you did that, you're not going to hell. You're okay. <laughs> like, and he actually said this to me. He was like, wow, like, like you're not going to go to hell. It's okay. Um, and sometimes it's really good to be brought out of your, your mind and, like, all of, you know, the crazy stuff that you're trying to do this season and just be like, you're fine. Like, mm-hmm. stop worrying. Actually, you worrying right now is so much worse than yeah. than you, like, yeah. I'd rather you give up nothing or try to do anything this season than over-worry about everything. Yeah. Um, and, so. yeah, it's it's actually, because I go to therapy, and it's something that I've been talking with her about, something, she was like, I, I noticed that you have a tendency to be really hard on yourself, and, like, I was talking about all the Linton practices I was doing, and I was like, but I'm a vegetarian, anyway, so I need to come up with something else to give up on Fridays, and she was like, why? She was like, I, I feel like if you don't eat meat all the time, you're probably already giving enough up, and she was like, what, what is the, the point of this for you, you know? Um, she was like, is it going to, she was like, will you, do you think you'll get more growth out of, um, you know, giving yourself a little bit of grace within your Lenten commitments? Or by, like, beating yourself up every time you break one of your Lenten commitments. Like, which is going to give you more growth spiritually? And I was like, well, of course, like, learning how to give myself grace. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's easier said than done. But I think it's really important to remember, especially with the the fasting part of of Lenten promises. Because I I think, I don't know, especially now, just just give yourself a break. Like, we are living in super weird times. And if if you're... commitment like mine is like to stay off of social media a little bit like it's 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 okay if you break that because it's it's hard especially like going from times where where I've been on my phone a lot um and like quitting cold turkey was going to be really hard for me because I've been on my phone a lot you know Mm -hmm. the past year and that's fine it's 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 fine it's Mm -hmm. fine that it's hard um, and it's fine if, if you break it as long as you're trying. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I have to say on that. I think, I think you just, you have to give yourself grace within all these things. Cause I mean, 
I don't know, God God will give you grace within those things. He's not going to sit there and, and be like, ah, she was on social media for, for longer than she committed to today. So that's a strike against her. Um, you know, so I, I just, God is, is not as angry with you as you are with yourself sometimes. Um, and I think that's just important to remember within Lent. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just one other thing I will say, if you are a person who tends to maybe add way too much on their plate, I actually really encourage you to be like, you know, for Lent, I'm going to make sure for like one night every single week, I relax and yeah. I go and like, <laughs> you know, I sit back and I, I don't know, do something that's good for me, self-care yeah. something like that's actually a really cool thing to do for Lent and it's not done yeah. probably nearly enough. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think we as Catholics sometimes get caught up in the like punitive um, aspect of Lent where, you know, Jesus went out into the desert and suffered and we, we get caught up in this, this like guilt and suffering. Um, but I don't know, at the end of this season is, you know, kind of the crux of our entire faith, which is that Jesus rose from the dead and it's it's a preparation for that it's a it's a preparation to get ready spiritually for that season so it's not supposed to be you just being sad and beating yourself up all the time it's supposed to be a preparation for immense joy Mm -hmm. um and there's joy in that in itself um yeah yeah lent is joyful it really is is supposed to be yeah and I also feel like when Jesus went to the desert, like when you're in a desert, it's pretty quiet. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like silence is also important during Lent. Like yeah. don't, like what Katie was saying, don't um, work yourself up too much. Like take time to rest, take time to be silent and actually like listen to what Christ is trying to tell you during yeah. this season. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's just what I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now the third, third and fun part of Lent almsgiving or mm-hmm. charity mm-hmm. who wants to who wants to start it uh, i mean okay Go for it. <laughs> uh almsgiving so there's a few different things you can do for alms like alms you can give to a charity you can do the things that are kind of obvious like give money to an organization um you know give money to the church whenever the basket is going around or you know light a candle and put a few euros or dollars in um, or, I don't know, one, actually, I just got one in the mail, so if you are listening to this, Joseph, <laughs> hi, Joseph Larson, but Katie is also doing this, but, like, you can write a letter to someone, and that's actually kind of a form of almsgiving, to being like, hey, I love you, you're great, like, and if you don't have money, sending someone a, a letter in the mail and just saying, like, how are you doing? So yeah. giving of your time is actually a really good one. Yeah. Um, uh, so there's different ways you can kind of give alms to um other people um maddie also said at one point you can fill up like bags or give gift cards to to homeless people um for grocery stores um and like that's a really practical um resourceful way of helping them um what other ideas do you guys have um for me it's like kind of spending time learning and educating myself so like the homeless issue in Dublin is something that I felt particularly called to explore more. So I'm trying to learn more about that um, rather than like, I would love to do more, but right now I feel like I need to learn more in order to do more. And I also feel that way with, I've been thinking a lot about like eco-friendly things. So I'm trying to learn more about that so that I can implement that into my own life. Mm -hmm. So yeah. (laughs) 
I think also just being open to things like not even if you don't have a, a set plan because I know for me like growing up um, learning about Lent it was always okay give something up and and make sure to pray like the almsgiving part was always kind of in the back burner that I think a lot of children or at least where I was growing up kind of took for granted or didn't really think about but um, you know so even if you don't have a set plan like those letters are that's uh, a great idea or mm-hmm. having like gift cards or something is a is an awesome idea or just giving money to a charity even if that's not possible and you're kind of thinking like oh well I don't know what to do so I'm just not going to do anything mm-hmm. don't don't think that you're not going to do anything just be open and then if something comes up like maybe like what Salter was saying like maybe uh, something will happen where you're going to be really passionate about some issue or something and then you can learn about it or just being open to if a problem arises say hey well I can help. I'm not doing anything right now. I'll, I'd be happy to, to lend my time or to lend my knowledge or something like that. I think just being open to the idea of of helping people is, is a huge step in the right direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the three, like, kind of, I would say, like, um, tiers of, of almsgiving are time, talent, and treasure. So it's also you know, giving of your talents and, and giving of yourself. And I know, um, we here were musicians. And so part of that almsgiving for us pretty consistently, even outside of Lent is, is, you know, giving ourselves in music ministry to the church. Um, but there are other ways that, um, you can use your talents and, and gifts to kind of enrich, um, the lives of people around you. Um, and you know, I, I don't know what that looks like exactly for individual people, but, um, you know, if you're artistic, like, I don't know, just painting your friends something. Um, you know, I, I think it's, it's like Matt said, being open and also, also just focusing more on like what, what the purpose of this almsgiving is. Um, cause I don't know, it's, it's a part of the joyfulness of Lent, I, I would say is, is cultivating that 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 gift of of self-giving um that that's really important to our faith and just just cultivating the that sense of generosity and um yeah so so i would say even if you can't give a monetary gift or maybe maybe you don't have much time and it's it's not super safe currently to like volunteer with organizations but but there are so many other ways that you can you can like give yourself in, in charity to, to the people around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're like at home living with your parents or at living with anyone, a good, very practical way of doing this is just like, like you, you said talent and time, but like also being like, I'll do the dishes for you or yeah. like, you know, or even, yeah. you know, just like things that are very, very practical that yeah. are nice yeah. and things you, I don't know. Yeah, and I don't think it has to be, like, a set thing that, that you no. decide that you're going to do, but just, like, rather focusing on cultivating generosity within yeah. yourself. Yeah, generosity is a great word. Mm-hmm. I also think, like, sometimes I laugh at New Year's resolutions because it's like, yeah. this is what I want to do this year. Or for Lent, it's like, this is what I want to do for 40 days. But I think also the point of Lent is to incorporate things in your life that you can carry on past mm-hmm. the 40 days. Like, you're mm-hmm. supposed to be practicing things that will help you be a better person. Why only limit that to 40 days? And yeah. I also feel like it's so much less pressure if it's like, I have 40 days to do this specific thing. Like, yeah. no, you have your whole life to do that specific thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really important to keep in mind when 
choosing things for Lent. It's like, how can I grow better mentally, physically, spiritually, especially? And what can I implement during this season to carry on with me for the rest of my life type of thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, um, uh, a, a song that we're doing on the, on, to open every mass of Sunday of Lent. It's called Rend Your Hearts, written by Maureen Brown. And um, it's based off of the, the chorus is uh, to rend, rend your hearts, rend your hearts, which is a taken from a, a passage in the Bible saying, uh, rend your hearts, not your garments. Um, and I think that's, it's really important to remember during Lent, you know, the song was written for Lent. And it's something to remember that, you know, this time in Lent, when we're, we're, we're giving intentional thoughts to, to God and, and to our faith, you don't need to tear your garments. You don't need to, to give up and change everything who you are, but you need to recognize the things that might be standing in your way between you and, and your faith um, and and repent for those things and try to grow closer with God, um, grow as a, a better person and as a better Catholic um, and to, to give your heart up to God, not necessarily your, your possessions, you know, because... We need we need our garments. You don't need to tear them, um, and our hearts is something that we we can give up to to God. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So on that note, um, let us know what you guys are doing for Lent, um, whether that's in your prayer, fasting, or almsgiving. If you guys have any good ideas for us, there's still going to be plenty of time left of Lent that. We would absolutely love to maybe try some things that you guys are doing. If you're doing any special um, prayer intentions or prayer uh, methods, um, if, if you have maybe a, a, a source that you want to um, try to help out with in almsgiving or charity, or and, and let us know what um, you're fasting or giving up or trying to do instead. Um, and let us know how you're trying to rend your hearts. Yeah. So, we'll see you next time. St. Bridget. Pray, Pray for, for us. us. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. Happy Lent.